Hello, and welcome back to another episode of It's On Us Podcast. In this week's episode, we talk about culture appreciation and appropriation. What's the difference? We explain, and so much more. So please tap in and enjoy the episode. Yeah, don't get canceled, man. Yeah, you're right, because I can't be shaming nothing. So look, y'all. Cancel me. I wish somebody would. I had, like, a good day yesterday, and I Mm -hmm. heard this funny-ass story that I want to share with you guys. Let me hear it. So... We were at Dave and Buster's. I was with my sister's boyfriend, Nick. Shout out, Nick. Okay. And his friend. That, but I won't drop his name because the story is about him. He said I could say it. So he's on Tinder sometimes, right? And he said he hooked up with somebody. So they went back to her, her place. Mm-hmm. They was doing some shit. And she was giving him some, you know, head. Felicia. Why do you say it like that? Like, you know, some head. <laughs> so, and then... He's like, oh, I'm. He was like, oh, I was about to go, and then she stopped, and said, I don't want you to go. I'm going to wait till next time I see you. And he straight up told her, there ain't going to be no next time. Oh, it was like a one. Done, right, like- right, right. And I was like, so like, did she like, or did he, you know, just leave? He was like, oh, I left after that. So I was like, that's so interesting. So what would you guys do in a situation like that? What do you mean, like she swallowed? His no, 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 no. When like, you she, say go, you mean like come? Yeah, like she, no. He like, said, "I'm gonna come." Yeah, and she, and she said, "She said but she no. stopped, stopped, and said, I want you to wait until next time.'" And well, just like he left, so it was, like, she was almost like it was almost like a like a prequel. She was like, yeah. "No, you got to like earn this." Yeah, at the ending. Well, I mean, she, I mean, and what she also has to understand is, and this is no disrespect to women who get on Tinder to look for mates, but it's Tinder, and it has well, the reputation of. This is a one night stand and go. We understand what this is kind of ordeal. There is, but there's also people on there that say, I'm looking for something more. I'm looking for nothing. Like, they'll, there will be people. So, I guess it depends on how, how her profile reads and how the conversation went with both. I mean, because both. I mean, even what, he, what if he was kind of acting like, oh, yeah, we'll do this and this and, you know, going, maybe making plans, future plans, but he was really just trying to get her. Right. I agree all that and we'll acknowledge all that, but isn't the algorithm set up for you guys to meet in a certain way because you both have the same expectations? No. No? No. Because I'm not on you, it, so I don't you could, know. Right, you I could, don't have it. You so could. I, There's, I think Tinder has, I want to say, I know Match does. I'm on the, these sites. And Match has like deal breakers. So you, it's like you absolutely will not get, I don't know, matches. it says you won't get these people, but you also do. The algorithm will yeah. filter out certain people yeah. who aren't serious if people want to be serious, mm-hmm. pretty much. And it's really hard, because I don't think Tinder, or any of them really have a question like, looking to hook up, looking to not. It's just kind of like, it's the perce- perceived value of Tinder's, like, hook up. But, there's people on there that say, I'm looking for something more. So I think mine, I, I forgot, I've changed it so many times, like, whatever, like, but I don't know if I was so him. This is a dial back real quick. Yeah. So you're telling me, a chick is giving you fellatio, and this is a one night thing right and if, she, before you <clears throat> climb to the top of the mountain she's like uh no you're not doing that that's see i don't know the rules of that because i'm not in it either i'm i'm married so you know i'm not even me about too, to me too but that type it's, of stuff to get you killed in the hood man can't do that oh for sure i mean <laughs> it's, it's definitely that's a weird uh tactic <laughs> but again, all the tactic to me just proved is that she clearly wanted to take it more serious. She was more into him than he was clearly into her. And yeah. like you so said, she, it's she got her perception mm-hmm. in his mind. He knew why he was using the app. She knew why, but they clearly weren't going in the same direction. That's all that was. Mm-hmm. So I That's wonder, like, I mean. in the profiles, is it like, oh, my name is Lindsay. I like to have a good time, like to party and kick it. You're because like he, he started yeah. her off, and then she like just stopped. Like after that, like after he did his shit, she started stopping and like. That's it. I mean, he got Game the over. first base, and I mean, 
That's it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I guess it's kind of like open. <laughs> he, just had a, he just had a look at his face to me. He's like, I just had a look at my face. Like, what? Like, how are you supposed to like respond to that question? Like, that. Like, like, I, I hate to say, it, man, also, I'm not trying to no disrespect to whoever this is, but like maybe she, maybe she wasn't satisfied. Like, I'm not going to continue. Like, oh, and she don't have to. Well, that's a fact. That that's could be. No, I mean, he could <laughs> take it as a diss, but I mean, it is what it is. Well, that's possible. Oh, I'm about to get like an angry DM from like some random. Like, oh, shit, I guess this was you. <laughs> nah, nah, that's little dick energy, is what women would say. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> they try to twist it like, oh, that's little dick energy. Yeah. They could. Maybe she wasn't feeling his vibe. Like, no, okay, well, next time. Maybe. That's the thing with like. Children ain't worth this throat. <laughs> Children rejected. So me no, me no want babies. Oh, shit. I was about to say something fucked up. Fine, nope. I'm just gonna leave it out. Oh man. So welcome back to another episode. It's on uh, us. Oh, Sorry you for you the know messy what? intro. That was a messy message. I have a Tinder message I had. I like to share. Um, I probably could pull it up. Basically, me and this girl, we matched, and then I, I, we had a couple conversations, and it was last year, like during like COVID, mm-hmm. and um, or the first end of COVID, and it was like the summer, and I was like something about she's like, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, oh, I'm about to go out to like Lakewood or whoever, whatever, and she was like, oh, she's like, how's your life insurance set up? I'd like to be your beneficiary if you die or something like that. What? I'm like what the fuck? I was like, all you right, just met her on this app though. Yeah, she was, yeah. She was like, I need you. She an older man. <laughs> she thought she was older. <laughs> no, it was that, kind of, <laughs> she was kind of playing off of, like the whole COVID thing, like being out, like oh, you're going out like right now because you know they're about to get like COVID. Mm-hmm. It's like so if you die, I want that. Break. Right, right. She That's how she was like, kind of playing. It's a weird joke. But, I mean, weird. I can, I guess I can see where the humor is coming body. from. Yeah, she was right. she was trying to be funny. And I was like, no, nah, I didn't even. That's like sugar daddy like isk. Like she like wanted to like She tried to dip her toe in the water to see what you would say. And she just completely missed. (laughs) Yeah. It was a bad joke. It was like a Jacob joke. Yeah. There you go. Yep. That's Mm -hmm. the best way I can say it. That shit to get you DDT'd in the hood, bro. Uh That's why I don't say stupid shit no more. That's that's debatable. Thanks, man. Right. All right, so in this episode, of it's on us since Jacob brought us in way. Okay, no, it's fine. Yeah, whatever. It's, yeah, whatever. We have a couple of topics to go over today. So the issue, okay, in the group chat prior to this, we had a conversation about culture appreciation and appropriation. What exactly was the subject of matter going into that, Clipson? Oh well, pretty much when I texted you guys this morning, what like sparked my idea in that direction was um Justin Bieber news like hit my Snapchat and it was pretty much like people are divided over him remixing on the Afro beat to this song. It's called Essence and the Afro beat. I guess only African American artists have ever like rapped, sang, or did anything on it. So they felt like <clears throat> a white man was trying to colonize this original Afro beat and da 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 da. And I was like. <coughs> We are getting to a weird point where we are literally reverse engineering what the idea of America is supposed to be. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people are gatekeeping what they think is like, yeah, certain practices Mm -hmm. of the culture. And I don't believe in that because, you know, I'll make a quick example. If a white family goes to Jamaica, they're going to probably like say if a woman has long hair, they're going to braid her hair because, again, it's part of the attraction, the tourism and everything like that. And, you know, how can you say she's culturally appropriate if she came back with those same braids in her hair when it was all a part of her experience? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is it is appropriation then, do you think, the monetization of other cultures then maybe? Like, cause, because, for example, like Justin Bieber, 
is he you know he's appreciating the culture he's appreciating that that beat and remixing it how he wants but he's also <clears throat> making money on it you know doing it that way too so is it is he appropriating but, I mean, it? but that's a part of the business you got to think who signed off on him being on the song the original artist who is african-american Could, yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's what i'm saying you can't sit up here and say like he forced himself on the song or anything he literally got the write-off he thanked the guy and again the song took off and you can even say that that artist exploited justin bieber because he's clearly a bigger artist than him and now his name goes up the chart a little bit more and guess what he and his family eats off Justin Bieber's name so it's an equal exchange it's not like he just robbed the beat and did what he right. wanted and it was and, just Justin Bieber on the entire song and, and there's a lot of people on TikTok like TikTokers there's that one dude he he fought what did he fight he fought Blueface um oh the uh Daw Man or whatever <laughs> the fuck his name is he he like stole everybody's TikToks he was making TikToks but he was doing it um in a fashion where he was getting more views he would take like low level TikTokers and take their videos ideas word for word scripted the entire thing and it was like people were upset about that well that i don't agree with because that to me is like plagiarism but kind of like what i was getting to you guys outside like even when i do my media venture like we live in a copy and paste society whatever works for the next person may work for you like i said if a person messes with you and your energy they're gonna watch you just to watch you it doesn't matter if you're doing again the coke and mentos or if you're doing like the rubber band watermelon challenge if it's john doing it and then me doing it and you get more views than me can i really sit up here and say oh because the color of our skin you got more views or anything like that Mm -hmm. that's not fair you know what i mean so i get the whole him doing the script you know word for word thing because people people brought like color into it like about about him like stealing people's ideas from other creators that were you know african-american or something it's like well because he's doing it because he's white right and then i don't think that's fair because addison ray was catching a lot of flock like that too because she was stealing people's dances and doing them and then she was doing them on her tiktok but because she had a bigger audience they were saying she was the originator Mm. but she eventually shouted out every person that she ever took a dance from because she didn't want to be viewed that way again she was just copying and pasting and trying a trend she probably seen in her phone thought it was cool and was like well, let me just try it and see how my people like it. And then if she gets more numbers than the original creator, how is that her fault that, mm-hmm. you know, more people gravitated towards her? Right. And I would understand if it was like by the definition, because Jacob, can you actually bring up the definition of cultural appropriation? Mm-hmm. I don't have my phone on me. Just to spin it back real quick about the Justin Bieber thing. I think that he's trying to save his own ass because he got in trouble with his fans for... Uh, like promoting uh, what's his name uh, Morgan Wallen because mm-hmm. he, he got in trouble for kind of backing him or yeah him. but Justin Bieber also got in trouble for saying the n-word too so it's kind of like yeah he Justin Bieber he's a good artist but like he dibbles and dabbles and sees where he can like play with people's emotions exactly. even on the uh, space of like how he had his hair at one point was like it was he almost like a lock type of style <laughs> yeah, people were like yeah. oh you can't do that but it's like okay. can you but, but if, see, that's I mean, a, if you go to Asia, though, like people pop and lock and do all that stuff over there is a cultural appropriation then. But like, how you see what I'm saying? To say what you say about braids and stuff like that, like uh-huh. I would view it as like me showing appreciation for like I would I like I like your style of hair. So I appreciate it to where I would want to do it to my own hair. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying instead of like and that's where I'm saying like people's perceptions I feel like is really misconstrued and we're just living in an age where people are just so angry and they rather yeah, take on angry. the negative approach versus the positive like if people want to be like me that's appreciative that's flattering because you're taking your time out of your life to try to copy my elements or at least just learn who I am and where I come from. But what that's would, never a bad would thing. you want credit for it to be if you were the original if they didn't give you credit would you then be a little slighted that people didn't give you credit? No Maybe. and that's what I'm saying everything is about credit this and the third like if you made like 
buku money off of it and didn't like give me nothing for the idea, then yes, I'm going to feel somewhat slighted. But if it's just something that you're impressed by, you try it and somehow it gets more attention. Like I can't be mad, especially if I know you got a bigger audience than me. Like I can never be mad at that. Mm -hmm. And here's the actual definition. Okay. What is the difference between Well, I don't want that. I want the actual definition of just cultural appropriation. On the right hand side, it's up there. Is the adoption of an element or elements of one culture or identity by members of another culture or identity. This can be controversial when members of a dominant culture are appropriate from minority cultures. And again, I understand that, but I'm going to just take another example. Like back in the day, people could go to Indian reservations. They would invite them in, show them their rituals, have them do headdress, put on the war paint, show them their things. And by the time they leave, they tell them, thank you. That family, no matter what color they are, are thankful that they got to be a part of that culture learn them and now they can have not only more respect but just you know a bigger insight and be more enlightened to how that operates how to respect it and go about it more appreciate yeah, exactly and i feel like when people are trying to how do i say break down the difference of like appreciation versus appropriation the dominant culture that we have here in america is the rich let's be real when a rich people person does something a poor person does and it blows up to me that's cultural appropriation because like p diddy he stole a idea from a young black mm -hmm. app maker who was trying to circulate the dollar in the black business but because he didn't have the financial backing mm. he pretty oh. much copy and pasted that idea he had the financial backing already it blew up and now his app is bigger than the other that to me is cultural appropriation mm. you're a rich black dude you should have been able to fund him when you saw that great idea and you should have made that money for that family they would have been generationally wealthy everything you know what i mean i yeah. feel like that it's, was wrong p diddy so, it, so it, it does kind of relate back to money then you'd say so like for example like justin's making money off of this song but again it's there, there's a mutual eat so they're eating it, but the but the originators are also and again guess what that artist got his name in the news because of justin Bieber. Right. when you think about right. it now this song essence because justin's catching a lot of flack for it uh it's gonna blow up and people are gonna go listen to it whether if it's good mm -hmm. news or bad news like easy said all publicity and, is good publicity and on the flip side is that p diddy then taking that app creation from the other person and saying it's my app and then actually now that person's not eating at all and that's appropriation you know what i mean that's why i say to me even though there's more poor people than rich people in america i still feel like they're the more dominant culture regardless of us being the majority and them being a minority and Whenever the, again the, a rich famous person does something that a poor person does and that person doesn't eat that to me is more appropriating than anything else mm -hmm. here in this country. Jacob, can you click the images? Just to see, let's just Kendall see Jenner actually got a lot of flack too when she was trying to promote her new uh, tequila because she had like some Mexicans in the commercial. She was dressing like Aztecian style, but mm. here's my thing: should she like have a bunch of white girls at the beach drinking this tequila, just having a good old fun time? Or should she have a theme for her tequila because she's just trying to come out the gate strong and there's a theme to it? Right, right. So we see a lot of headdresses. We see a lot of uh, like the you, lock style, the mm -hmm, braid the style. And it's like, like you're taking from one culture and then you're applying to yours thinking like this is my way of fashion. Like there's a picture of Justin Bieber just right there I was talking about. But it's just like you can take something from somebody but just cite, your source, cite the source where you got it from. And that's showing like, okay, I acknowledge that you're doing this. I want to understand and broaden my perspective. So I'm acknowledging that you're doing this. Don't just steal it and be like, okay. Well, how can you call it stealing? So when, and I just want to ask this question, how should a person of non-color address his, their hair whenever they get it done? Like if John went and got dreads, like should he come out and have a thank you post to the person who did his hair and like give a background to like why he got his hair done? Or like, how can you call him getting dreads stealing in any way? 
It's a hairstyle. Mm-hmm. It's out there. And if he appreciates the style, like Jacob was saying earlier, I don't call it stealing. I call it appreciating because it's not like he got it for free. Mm-hmm. He paid the person who did his hair. And if he decides to give him a shout out on social media, that's optional. He doesn't have to. He can do a <coughs> word of mouth. He doesn't have mm-hmm. to show the world like, oh, I should. This is this why part. I did this. Right. Exactly. Oh, because yeah. that's kind of like, you know, feeding a person who's homeless and then putting it on, like Jim Carrey said, but you're putting it out there for everybody to see, look what I'm doing. I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you have to post a picture of yourself with dreads and be like, oh, shout out to this. And I learned so much about, to me, that's, you look like a white apologist at that point. You know, mm-hmm. you got these dreads because I'm apologizing for what my people did to y'all. And I'm just trying to learn to appreciate you. you that's doing too much. Yeah, that's, You that's just get it because right. you appreciate it. You like it. You paid the person. That's not stealing. But I guess the, like the culture we live in, like everything is, is hypersensitive and it you can is. literally do nothing without paying a consequence for something. That's it is. Yeah. And I, if we went to a nation, like if we found somehow a nation full of white folks and they had like, and no disrespect when I say that, but if they all have braids, like are we going to be mad if everybody there has braids? Like it's not like, are they supposed to send money back to a certain culture for having this look in mm-hmm. their town or place? No. They just appreciated the look. They like it. They claimed it as their own. It is what it is. And the money is flown amongst their society. Leave them alone. So I just feel like, like you said, we're in a hypersensitive uh, era where everybody is just jumping the gun on everything, assuming. And I like to call them simps because you're too basic to really, like, understand why a person is doing something. You're just always going to look at it from a pessimistic point of view and just point the finger at them like, mm-hmm. oh, they're being a bad person. And because we're living in like this racism woke movement, like I feel like white people do get a lot of the flack for any little thing they do mm-hmm. and have to apologize more than ever for shit that y'all great, great, great grandfathers did and not shit that y'all did to us. And, and this, that's just me keeping and it And even just to piggyback off that. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, we're in a hypersensitive space right now. And it's almost as like people... Like basically, like I said, it's people just hypersensitive, right? So like, we we literally can't move without somebody saying something, and so it's, it's just tough. a weird time. It's tough. I don't know. Like, trying to understand and digest it is like off the grid, though. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think that just the main thing, like like Clifton said, just just bringing bringing a more optimistic view to everything and just like a positive spin. Like, just try to be fucking positive. That's probably the best yeah. medicine for that. And my thing is, and I do this all the time, like when I see something cool or a tattoo, I'll ask a person before I judge them, like, hey man, that's pretty cool. What made you do that? Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. I, I feel like your reasoning them. and like, the reasoning of why you're doing it has all of what it has to matter. Right. Mm-hmm. Internally, yeah. It's like... And yeah. whatever they give you, you have to work with, but you have to take them as at their word. You can't just sit here and say, like, if I, again, see dreads on you and I'm like instead of like man he's cultural appropriate like what made you do that like mm-hmm. why's your hair like that and you'll probably give me like well this one time da, 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 and you have a whole backdrop and then like i have a whole new appreciation for your dreads mm-hmm. while you're been running in my family for fucking years bro <laughs> yeah. my shit. right it could he, be even he may that. have had somebody in his family that like was a rastafarian or something mm-hmm. along those lines of, like i'm showing appreciation from my culture that I might not look the part that like suits right. the social media sure. eye, but it's still like something I appreciate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess it goes with names too, because it'd be yeah. like some people don't match their name. Like why? Why is that your name? Like well, that's like my family name. Like yeah, it's been handed down from my grandpa to my dad to me. So right, and technically, you know, and I'll even put a spin on this because you know, dreads are a Rastafarian look. We really didn't practice that here in America. It's usually buzz cut, haircut, or like afro. Mm-hmm. So it's Osh cultural appropriating by taking a Rastafarian look, and he ain't got not a bit of Jamaican blood in him. No, yeah. he paid his person. He rocks it. He's proud of it. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. there's appreciation there, and that's why he rocks his look. 
And because of like the pigmentation that I am, I'm like, I've done my research, something that like teaches you patience. And it's like, you look back in history and like, you see the, the Egyptians did it. Like, this is just not like mm-hmm. new, a uh, new style. It's like been around for a right. while. So it's Forever. like, are you connecting to that space of why these people were doing that? Period. You know what I mean? So and hippies, sure. you know, just to go for like in defense of Justin Bieber, I don't care how people take it. Hippies had dreads back then. White, mm-hmm. black, all alike, and nobody never said, "Well, why are you rocking dreads?" Black people, we used to put dreads and white people hair back in the day. Yeah. And that's a real thing when they were all hippies. It shows like a where you think they learned it from people that they appreciated and showed them the technique. Yeah, sense mm-hmm. like a sense of freeness and like unity. Yeah, yeah, definitely. inside of it. So definitely, oh. like I said, people just got to do more research. And even like when people release videos, like you see it all the time in media, it'd be a thirty-second video controversial. We're judging and making these assumptions off of 30 seconds, but we don't know the whole dynamic of the what happened. So people create their own stories and shit. Because if I take a trip to trip to Asia or China and I get dressed in a kimono and I'm a part of like some type of ritual and everything, I'm not cultural appropriating. I'm I'm appreciating it. Whatever they do for me, if I sit down eat with chopsticks, that's not appropriation. That's appreciation for the culture. Anytime you travel any different place, like even if I went down south, I feel like the South in America has a different culture. I'm gonna try that shit. Out of appreciation, you know, ain't mm-hmm. no, everybody's I don't know, just always mad about monetizing this, that, and the next, and, ma- and it, like what I told y'all in text, we take terms and misconstrue them on the internet, and the way we apply them to certain folks, I feel like it always differs, and depending on the herd thinking that day, that week is how we attack a certain person, and that's why I said cultural appropriation to me is almost like the cousin of cancel culture because that that'll eventually lead there, mm-hmm. and all this shit needs to stop. It really does. It's making America boring, non-fun, and everybody wussies. I'll People, say my damn. We self. just need something like to talk about. Basically, that's the whole gist of like being here. We just find random topics to come up with, and we'll right. attach ourselves to idea, our opinion that attaches itself to whatever we see in front of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, to kind of go back to what you said about cancer culture and stuff like that, mm-hmm. do you feel like a certain, I guess age group is uh, the movement behind that like do you think it's the younger people or do you think it's the older people or do you think that the older people just don't give a fuck about it because they don't live their life well you kind of answered your own question with an answer at the end i mean i feel like it's definitely gen z i'm a millennial and i understand some of us do it not all of us but uh, it's like a 50 50 divide like with the republicans democrats there's some of us who are old school some of us are new school like the gen zers and i feel like they're sensitive over everything they are like our baby brothers sisters and everything who kind of got their way they were submerged in technology let's be real and by them receiving the less amount of discipline and thinking that they know everything and can do everything we're in a space that we are now they think Again, they run the world with these uh, weird definitions of shit. And I don't know. It's hard to put all in one sentence because I can go on and on and yeah, on. They're like about redefining how we view life, which is they like are. We're, change is inevitable. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and that's right, what I'm right. saying. It's yeah. natural for them to be doing this. But to me, this the future that they're shaping, they don't realize it yet. It's not a strong America. Yeah. This is not. Even though there is a lot of bullshit views that our grandparents and the older generation grew up on and it wasn't right. And we are trying. The millennials are trying to correct it. But I feel like the Gen Zers are being sh- extremists about it and going completely opposite polar. And I'll be real. Old school was strong. Bullshit was strong. We're going towards wussy and weak. And I don't want that. I want a good even me- medium. You know what See, I mean? People even you saying that people will get offended because what do you mean? Oh, well. Like, why are they weak? And but it's like. Mm hmm. You have to redefine 
I guess people are more sensitive, which is fine. You can be in tune with yeah, your feelings. You can be sensitive. But at the same time, like you have to have some type of like grit and toughness to you as you're coming up. Like you're not always gonna get like a pat on the back. Like life is people yeah. life not is full bullshit. of not full of participation trophies and everybody is number one and everybody is equal. Like I think we need to get over that too. Like I do want as much equality as possible for each and every person. Pretty much, I believe in the equality of outcome for everybody. But to believe that the world will be equal for everybody, that is unreal. That is just completely unreal. And I feel like we are chasing a ghost that will never like be physical. Not everybody's going to have the same plate. Not everybody's going to have the same start in life. Not everybody's going to have the same finish. I guess everybody's that's the idea of like a utopia type of deal. Like everything is just in line and balanced. Right, and then if you want that, you're pretty much trying to say, well, I need to believe in an establishment who will do everything for everybody at one time. But then again, you're defeating your own, how do I say, philosophy because you want it equal for everybody. Somebody still has to be empowered to distribute all that equalness. And that means you're trusting another human to be in control in hopes that you get the same thing as the next man. That's not going to happen. the Hunger Games or some shit. like the giver. Yeah, No matter how you look at it, you're just there. Sounds like Thanos. That's it. No matter how you look at it, either you're going to get it for yourself or you're just going to rely on the next person to do everything for you. And I'm sorry. I'm an evil capitalist. Call it what it is. I'd much rather rely on myself, my skill, and my adaption to life. I don't need a person to make sure that everybody in this room has the same thing because we're all equal and it should be equal. No. Because if like how we're, we got our business deal coming up, if everybody ain't putting in the same percentage, why why are all of us getting the same percentage? And that's just real, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And that's life. Not everybody puts in the same percentage, so it'll never be equal. And that's cool because right. people have like empathy for others who may not have as much as you do. But empathy, at the end of the day, this is where capitalism capitalism comes into play. Empathy doesn't pay bills. Nope. Mm-hmm. But at the same point, like you got to be compassionate about what you're doing. So right. it's like. You got to have a tough skin, man, basically. Right. Hell yeah. So I was having a conversation the other day and somebody asked me, was Uh like, how do you defy what's young and old? Do you do it by age? Do you do it by like physical fitness? Do you do it by mental fitness? So I decided to bring the question to the table. How how do you define it? Like old and young, do you physical, mental, just how long you've been around for? I'll give it to you short and sweet. You look at Jacob, what do you see? Old. Look at me, what do yeah. you see? Young as fuck. <laughs> Young as fuck. That's the scale. That's the, that's that's the, that's the scale. scale. So are you just judging that because of like how he looks physically? Or is it more uh, so of like young as a mindset? I would say activity-wise, Jacob's okay. older. Because, I mean, he's not as fit as I am. So, I mean, I know that. Me personally, I'm going to be younger because I've constantly been doing something athletic wise. His body is younger than my body. Okay. But I at the same time, no. My body. No, that's not also true because sports swing or tear is way worse well, than actually. Thanks. I guess he treats his body better than I do. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, my body probably. All right. But how do you define it then? Can so I have like just a quick random thing? That would be a cool ass machine if we made that to tell you like how old your body is versus how old your mind is mm-hmm. too. Just to see, like, the yeah, difference. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, you go like, ahead, though. My fault. I don't know. Like, my body hurts, but my body don't hurt. Right. Like, my body, like, if I, like, go for a run around the block or two, your boy breathing. <gasps> he better not. I, I think that's what defines Loki yes. being older. Yes, that's what I would define because, like. Are you just physically out of shape? I think that's part of it, too. <laughs> just being physically older and being out of shape. Because I've made well, poor life choices with my body. 
that you know he might not have. Like uh, yeah, but on the other hand, I I know like a seventy three year old like I'm person say, that, like went you know, like a marathon. Right. So right. is he old? Is he young? No, or old? because he probably trains. I mean, but that goes back yeah, to a physical look. I feel like he. I mean, yeah. he live, he, he's got to look old, isn't he? Seventy three, right? No, I mean, he you looks can just old. Look at him and see he he's looks old. old. But he, but he's, but, but if, you, if you attribute it to physical fitness, I feel like there's the, a variable equation. For yeah, that's like gotta be. every time. I feel like it, it's all based on the person. I feel like, like put it this way, and I'm gonna try to create the variable. Uh-huh. Jacob's A is his out of shape looking. Let's just put that at 30 years old. I'm not even. I'm body. not even saying like out of shape because if I look at Jake, like I just feel like you look older than what you are. I feel. What you. if you're childish as fuck though? Like in t- like mentally, like right. You're like 30 it, years old, but you act like a 12 year old. Like damn. Yeah. Oh, you see that all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Right. You <laughs> like, or or like, you're. How do you like, put an age on like your experience in life? That too. too. I, and I was just, that's crazy you said that because I'm over here thinking like I'm 50 years old in this area of my brain. I'm like 24 yeah. over here. I'm like, <laughs> average it out like shit. Yeah, like how old Divided am I? Because it's crazy you can be like 19 years old but have the wisdom of somebody that's like 45. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, and, and I think that's like, is it based on like your decision making, your, your, your thought process, those like, things? Like my drinking wisdom right now is at 32. I know better. <laughs> my yeah. drinking wisdom for a long what time was stuck on 15. Though? My liver is at a 25 because I've been responsible. <laughs> okay. I got a 25-year-old liver. Portions is nice. water intake versus I, But to go off, off what you said, too, like, I guess it goes, like, with your parents, too. Because, like, you got older parents, you kind of move a little bit older. You know what I mean? Like, let's say, like, my parents were, like, 60 years old. I'm going to be a little bit more mature because... Probably can't do as much as with them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm yeah. learning from somebody who cuts the grass every other day, or you know what I mean, something who has older ways and yeah. a younger parent. You you just hear it all on uh, on like music is like living young, being young, like yeah, like uh, okay, like when does that like end though? I don't know. Just mm-hmm. yeah, forever young and it's For, just like, yeah, well, forever young. I guess uh, it's gotta be a mindset. No, I got. I'm just gonna get my answer out the way. I just got it. I'm gonna define. My youngness, as far as the mind, based off imagination and creativity, the moment I can't mm. imagine no more, really be creative, I'm officially old because I've hit too many walls in the mind. So I would consider mm. that. And I feel mm. like, and if I'm going to do that, I'm like a fucking nine year old because I still have a big ass world going on in my head. And physically, I'm going to go kind of based off you, like, you know, in shape versus out of shape. And then, like, current age, if I had to put a number on my body, I'm probably like, 24 in the body because like my diet I can still do whatever I want with it move around so so me personally aches and pains though I'm at a 44 because I've been in four car accidents sometimes I wake up and been like ugh. I I would say my body like I'm I turn 30 next year so my body's probably like 35 36 oh so you're almost like leveled up matched up type of deal yeah but I'm still that's not in my opinion of myself that's not good (laughs) I think God bless you mentally like kazoo tight thank you I to kind of go off what Cliff said, I think um, for him, he said as far as being creative and stuff, I consider my mind old when I can't problem solve anymore. If I can't problem solve... When your critical thinking skills are, decline yep, and you're like, okay. Yep. That's when I know my mind is getting old. See, I feel like I'm going to always have that. That ain't going so, away. But Too yeah, paranoid. I think my mind right now, I think it's like, I don't know. Like kind of, mm-hmm. I want to say like 40. Yeah. Like, I'm not, okay. not like super beyond my years because I still have those my times where I act 12 or 13 you know but I think I try to lean more towards 
the mature side than opposed to the little kid side in some situations. And it's weird that you say that because I do feel like I have two entities in my head. I have a little kid, me, and older me, and they're always having conversations. And that's why I said I'm like nine, like the little me is nine. Yep. And then like the wisdom in me is like at least 50 yeah. plus, And like they're always having conversations. The young Eight. one keeps the older one fresh and the older one keeps the younger one not moving in the wrong direction. Yeah, I think exactly. the more that we physically sense. are here, you have to make sure those two entities are like having constant conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. With your physical body. Yeah, yeah with sure. the physical right, body. Right. So it all goes into like just the wellness fit. That's why I ask you guys weekly, like wellness check. How are you one through 10 today? Because the older you might be like, man, I'm fucking ran down. But mm-hmm. the younger you is like, I'm ready to go. I'm optimistic today. I want to yeah. see what's out in the world. So right, you got right. it. And you I see enough juice in the tank. I see the radar. Yeah, yeah. See, that's all good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Jacob. So, another question. You you actually came up with this question. I so say it to the people. All right. Yeah. So, you know, each day I hope you guys are good in your hygiene, which you should be, right? So you see them I'm celebrities not, right now. I'm about not, to say, oh, actually, no. A yeah, lot I just of people seen that are too. not yeah. doing. I'm that on my shit. Jake Gyllenhaal. See, <laughs> just to go off that though. So when you serve water. So when you get dressed, fresh out the shower. How do you get dressed? Out the shower. If I'm going somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's got to, you know, of course, underwear first And then, got to put on socks Got to And okay. then and then pants If you do, I'm going to tell y'all If you do do this well, I, I haven't heard all these answers yet If you put your pants on before you put socks on You're a fucking psychopath <laughs> That goes to the listeners too Alright, do not put your pants on first Just weird What like about after your shorts? underwear? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or or without, you know, like, go commando. That's all right. What about shorts though? Cause some people still do wear. Can shorts I put my shorts on and then put pants. socks on afterwards? Would that be okay? No, but you acknowledge I, that you're doing something here first versus like I'm first out of the shower. Let me dry off socks first. You're literally ready to kill somebody if you do that. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't. I was just about to say the same thing because here's my answer. Like the way I get dressed, like fresh out the shower, is obviously underwear first, then lotion. After that, I. If I'm going to work, I do put on my pants and then socks. Oh no, Cliff! I do. Cliff, I do. Well, hey, people, look out for him. Look I out for this pants. man. <laughs> I'm scared how he's gonna react. Really because of my socks, I do last because I always put on my shoes last. So that's literally like last on my down, list. Like, you're you're already down, just like sock shoes. Yeah, sock, exactly. Shoes. So I'll I get it, but underwear, lotion, pants, shirt because I don't want my shirt tucked into my pants. So I put it on after that, and then like you said, whenever I'm sitting down, I put on socks, shoes. Hmm. I just don't like the feel, man. I don't like uh-uh. the feeling of my like feet going through pain, like jeans and shit. Oh my god, that's really? like oh my. I can't. I don't like the that's jeans. A texture thing. With <laughs> but let me explain <laughs> why I don't put thing. on my yeah. socks after my underwear and lotion because I don't like the clammy feeling my feet get from sitting in my socks with lotion on them. Like if it's oh, still sitting. Oh well, in. I see. I don't put on lotion, so I I, I can see that. Yeah, you kind of let your you kind of let your shit breathe before and you. And then I let the lotion set in pretty much because if I don't, bark. can you imagine if <laughs> the lotion doesn't set in and then my feet start. Sweating. True. And it's I hear that. Yeah, exactly. I hear that. Well, you get yeah. a little. I guess you get. Yeah. So there's a method to the madness. If I am crazy, it low key depends on what I'm doing and where I'm going. For real, like, yeah. If I'm wearing some J's, are you I'm, taking your time? Huh? I'm probably gonna go underwear, socks, pants, shoes. And then put my shirt on. Okay, really? so you're hard body out yeah. there. Like, all right, what's up? <laughs> you can't get enough of your body. He's like, <laughs> trying to get him as much of these guns as I can. Walking back and forth in the mirror. But like, like I said, if yep. I'm wearing something mm-hmm. like how, what I got on now, I can see myself putting on underwear and then my shorts and then my socks. I, I, okay, I can hear it. I hear my that. shirts usually last. Just because I, 
hate putting on my shirt and then you get that streak from the deodorant. Mm, and I'm like, yeah. And just be fucking up my whole outfit. Because sometimes I'll be like, I'll be doing it, boom, boom. For, you know what's crazy? I always try to remember to put on my deodorant like Last. after my shirt. Yeah. But then oh. I end up forgetting to put it on. Oh, it's just shit. too tight, man. I can't. No. See? What? Gotta, yeah, no, I can't be doing all this. I'm not I'm not taking it down my sleeve. You don't tuck in your pants. You do it before you tuck in your shirt. No, I don't. I'm shirtless. Put on deodorant. You much rather have the streak on your shirt? No, because because my now I don't use aluminum deodorant, so it's like it doesn't aluminum. aluminum huh? There's aluminum in your. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so there, there's aluminum in most deodorants. Like aluminum is like one of the one of the and like powdered. No, no, no. There's like aluminum in like in the uh, ingredients in most deodorants. Powder my, and gel. No, just in the regular stick. Really? Yes, and I think that I think that's what creates. It's also not good for you to have because aluminum is like getting in your in your pores. But mm-hmm. I think that also creates like sweating and like the well, not sweating, but like the staining and stuff. I hope it's not in a. I got the degree, the invisible shit Team that don't Dove. show the. Team Dove is second. I'm if I don't R- find a degree invisible. Team Dove first. What do you put on? Armingham. I ain't gonna lie. That's second on my bacon list. Bacon soda. That's I got <laughs> bacon soda. <laughs> That's that shit clean. And so you use like not the liquid. No, it's, no. Like, it's a stick. Yeah, okay. not a liquid though. I used to use a liquid. That shit was. That shit will get on your damn. I, the gel stick. makes me break out. Actually, I'll like my skin breaks out. Yeah, I only use powders. I can't. I can't use. I can't use the white powder stuff. Like mine has to be gel, right? The white stuff. You told me rash. that because I got on you one time. I was like, "What are you doing with this gel ass yeah. shit?" And the the like, white powder <laughs> stuff actually gives me a rash. See, okay, so your glands under your armpits are real sensitive to yes powder. powder. So, and he said the shower thing. Okay, so I take my showers at night. So I very rarely take a shower like during the day or in the morning. You shower twice a day or once a day? Once a day. Okay. At night. Okay. At night. I differ between once and twice, and it depends if I'm active that day. Mm, right. Me too. So, but I do not wear socks to sleep. Okay. So I don't wear socks. You know, I don't. Socks are not part of my routine at night when I do a shower. When you go to sleep, you don't ah. have socks. You have socks on. No socks. No, no socks. Who sleeps with socks on? I only sleep Another with socks on if I'm like camping. But yeah. only when I'm if camping. I am taking a shower before going somewhere, like I did today, I. Put my socks on last with my shoes. Like I, I was about to say, I know you do. I think I've seen it before. I was like, mm. <laughs> yes, I think. Yeah, so I, I, I wish I had he a got, frozen water bottle right now. He got dogs. <laughs> I, hey, <laughs> people, p- people listening, Jacob got dogs. <laughs> I got your bad, Jacob. It's going <laughs> hey, you need to conceal them things. <laughs> <laughs> you should get out the shower. Well, did he put lotion on those? That no. Why he put no. Them on no. See, then you might be a psychopath. Oh. I got a method to my madness. See, no, yes. Yeah. So, so for me, I guess when I got the shower, I dry off first and then I put lotion on because I don't want an ashy white ass you know what I mean so I gotta make sure <laughs> I'm like you know what I'm saying then w- once that dries then of course boxers and then socks ah see so you let it dry naked and everything and that's what allows you to put on the socks yeah cause turn the underwear. you know that how rough sense. your feet will feel like <laughs> no you don't want that that's why self care matters mm-hmm, I say this right. all the time to you guys we gotta like normalize Guys going to get like their feet done, hand like take care of yourself. Hygiene is like a on the top of the list. Even when you're seeking to like find somebody, they want to make sure you smell okay versus like you just oh he smells like chopped onions. I'm not talking to this guy. You know what I mean? Pedicures are the like, truth. Not, hey, they do feel not, great. Not a topping on the glizzy. See, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like whatever. Okay, I have nothing to say. Good. No, oh, yeah. Hold on, what was that one that I said I wanted to talk about during oh, Rapid Fire? you said so, Lightning McQueen. Oh, yeah, uh, Lightning yeah. McQueen, all right. So, we all know who Lightning McQueen is, right? Ka-chow. Does he have 
life insurance or car insurance? Please, somebody give me this answer. It's like really rattling my brain. What does he have, though? Can you guys hopefully explain this to the cliff? I would say Why? life insurance. What does he have? I, I, would, I would say would, life. But he's a car. He's a car. He, and he races. He's a so talking he has That's why he would life. have life insurance. Does he have his like car you know, is a policies? Oh, shit. Now you got to. We, we need an insurance agent on, man. <laughs> answer. He's a, yeah, phone he's a physical. We got a phone a This is his physical form. He's a car. So he needs. What insurance is I'm saying like I don't know What he needs this is Well a good, he has a personality So therefore he has a soul So therefore he has energy So therefore He brings something to the world So therefore he has life So therefore he should have life insurance So you choosing life over car insurance With a policy for car insurance So like I said Does he have a combined policy yes. His agent is flow right. Yes Okay Money them all up <laughs> I, I would say uh, I I don't know. I just see really, now John's gonna overcomplicate this no, shit. No, no, you overcome. You said their ass, therefore this and that. Yeah, thing. you just went like a Neil deGrasse Tyson on me. Yeah, yeah. I gotta sound educated sometimes, man. I don't know, people. If y'all can answer that, we will get y'all some money. I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> so another one, then I guess uh, this Friday was Friday the thirteenth, and I seen a question on Complex. They asked, "Who is your favorite athlete to wear the number 13? Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Couple of people that I seen up there was James Harden, nah. uh, Alex Morgan, yeah. she's a soccer player. Yes, um, Steve Nash. Yes. Uh, who else was thirteen? Alex Rodriguez. OBJ. Does OBJ. Paul George? Paul George? Does I think he was thirteen in uh, PG thirteen yep. in, in Indy. In Indy, yeah. Indy. So when he, he took on the Heat number. by himself, almost yeah. took him out. He was raw back then. Almost. Pretty shitty. So what? Let me see. I'm looking it up now. We better respect. There's been PG. a lot of famous athletes. They say. Uh, I say Alex Morgan personally. Yeah, her or uh, Steve Nash. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Steve Nash, cold, cold blooded. Canadian brother. I don't know. It's hey. hard for me to go against the beard. That's my guy, man. He be shepherd. Or Alex shit. Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez is the only person to sign like two five hundred million dollar deals. Damn, I'm gonna like go with Wilt Chamberlain. Ooh, oh wow. yeah, yep, that's a good one. Wilt the still. Yeah. I mean, that's a good question though. Right, Just because he was a womanizer, hundred women. <coughs> Damn, do you believe that really happened though? Hundred points or hundred women? <laughs> I believe the hundred points, but like the. <laughs> well, there's the, there's no physical evidence. It's just like a paper piece of paper he's holding up at the end of the game. No, there's like, a stat sheet though. There's a stat sure? sheet. Is yeah. It? Is it like written in pencil? <laughs> I, think so. I think so. I think I might have seen it before. I mean, back then, I don't think they had that many pens. Why not? When was the pen invented? Look it up. I don't know. Oh, I don't know if y'all speaking I feel of like technology. Pencils were a lot more I don't know if y'all watched that pens. UFO documentary on Netflix. Not it yet. confirmed my stuff. Like I Which said, one? we've been living with technology, like real technology, for only seventy years. When you think about it, humans have only been here two thousand years, documented or whatever. But we've only been living with true technology for seventy years since the first crash of the first UFO. The first pen for years. Yep. Mm. Which one? We've was been that reverse the, engineering the, all their technology. Is that the declassified UFO? Okay, I'm on like episode like two or three or something. First pen was when I seen that I was kind of done with the documentary. I was like, well, that proves it. Everything we have is because of alien technology. I said that I'm just waiting to meet one. Yeah, I watched the one about the pyramids and shit. How it's the most structured thing that's ever going to be built, basically. Mm -hmm. So give it a watch. Goes in the blue book. So I just downloaded TikTok. I'm yeah catching up now and. uh, Mm -hmm. I follow a page that does like conspiracy theories and they're saying like pyramids are actually some of them are under the water. No, that's a fact. They They are are underwater. underwater. I I never knew that. They just found something in Greenland where there was like uh, it was gravel that they had got up from underground and it was was like five 
thousand years old. Mm. I was it, like that was never surfaced above ground until now. There was also a an eighth continent. It's called New Zealandia. It was underneath the New Zealand, and that's also submerged. And they found some earth or however they got it, but it dates back over two billion years ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there used to be a whole another eighth continent that got submerged at some so point. Look, New Zealand is literally just the top of it. Hear me out. Wow. Aliens here were here before us. They had dinosaurs as pets. Soon as shit hit the fan with all the asteroids and shit, led them to a new ice age. They said, "Fuck this shit. We, know, we we'll know be back in the space. Stone Age so, <laughs> when the shit melt." So they left, traveled, came back, Stone Age, Stone Age, seen humans like, "What the fuck are these?" Things? I don't think they Observed seen us. us, and then bam. I was like, you know what? We're just going to watch these people do this dumb shit. No, because you that's saying pretty much like we popped out of the cold and shit. We would have died during the frozen age. I think at most times humans are a product of alien experimentation because they say if we do derive from primates and stuff like that, what's stopping an advanced species from injecting some of their DNA into a group of primates and then letting them grow, flourish, and watching them do shit over time and just document them? Because again, when we do come out as babies, don't we look kind of like out of this world? Ugly like, as fuck. And ugly eyes bulging. Ugly ass baby. Yeah. All of our heads all of different. Us are ugly. To a certain. All I still of got us pictures are ugly of my son. Somebody. He was like my son. <laughs> Gabe like, was ugly ass. He baby. was like oh, sure. He was pinkish, whitish. My son, so. like the way he do looked, his pigmentation his was all off compared to what it is now. Uh-huh. We do come out looking like fresh aliens out of a pod. When you really think about it, think about the whole incubation stage. Think about that. They injected a certain species or female species of primate to where when it got pregnant again. And it, well, all animals do have an incubation stage, so I kind of sounds stupid. But anyway, still, <laughs> a baby sitting in a belly like that for nine months and it comes out. And think about the operation we have and everything. It does look like a, you know, if we got zapped up, that's what they would be doing to us type shit. So, mm. just saying, I think we are from that. Oh, you want me to wrap it up? Yeah. No, don't th- don't tell him what to do. It's all right. I was just saying for a jump purpose. You know, whatever. I'm, I'm talking. All right. Well, I don't have my phone, but I do remember this one because I've seen it on Rick and Morty. I don't think I used it on here before, but I really like this quote. And it said, time without purpose is a prison. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I, and I think uh, it was Rick's daughter. Wait, no, no. It was uh, Morty's girlfriend. She got captured by these aliens and everything had this diamond and she said she'd been through like time and space and blah 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 and she was like that was the one true message she had she was like time without purpose is a prison like life becomes your prison at that point and that was deep when i heard that i was like damn that make a lot of sense mm-hmm. when nice. you really put in the thought so hey, Charlie, that simulation and you, th- and you think that's just a tv show and it's them people those producers in some shows they, we, they, they, they sneak in add, some good they gems. They do. They do. So that's my gem of the day. Make sure that you have a purpose in life. Otherwise, you are trapped in your own prison because you put those four walls up around you and you are feeding yourself your own three square meals a day, whether it be Taco Bell, McDonald's, or your homemade one. Find mm, a purpose. Clifton, you're giving me like, that's good. That's a hell of a gem. I've been saying this for the longest, though. That's why I'm like, you can create the reality you want. So, again, this may be a simulation, but you can literally. Do what you want in this space because it's, we're only here temporarily. And there's a thousand and one ways to a million dollars. You ain't got to pick the bad ways. I can tell you a thousand and one ways to find, you know, a million dollars doing good shit. You just got to be dedicated and put in enough effort and have fun with it. And be patient. All right, Jacob, take us out, man. Thank you for listening to another episode of It's On Us. Stay tuned. Next time we're having the episode from space, Jeff Bezos will be Goodbye, on. Goodbye, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to IOU Podcast, where you can reach us out on Spotify, Apple, Podbean, YouTube, 
um and our gmail is iou podcast for for real and this has been a great episode with my boys and stay tuned for next week and god bless